You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. It will also take having thick skin, not taking things personally, and consistently letting go of the past and being open to something new. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. In last week's 100% Jody episode, I talked about the book The Dip by Seth Godin, and Godin describes the dip as, and I quote, the long slog between beginning and mastery. I have to tell you, after writing and recording that episode, it was like psychologically, I was in the dip in every area of my life. Has that ever happened to you? I was catching up with a friend and talking about all the amazing opportunities that have been coming my way in my business. On paper, just about everything is fantastic, and I have many reasons to be grateful. And then I ended my update with, and I'll quote, and I am so, insert expletive, bored with my life. Daily, the lyrics from Bruce Springsteen's song, Dancing in the Dark, kept running through my head. And after meeting with my mastermind group at the end of last week, I know exactly why. And I'm going to get into that in just a bit. What I've been going through has also gotten me thinking about the Tolerations Detox Challenge we did at the beginning of the year. And I think it's time to bring it back again, but I'm going to do it a little bit differently this time. Instead of releasing the five challenges every other day, starting on Monday, May 7th, I'm going to release one a week for five weeks. I heard all of your feedback, and it was tough to keep up with the challenges, and I know many of you didn't like falling behind. You know, I got a lot of emails where that would be how the email would start, like, I fell behind, I'm on, but I'm getting back on, so it, it was clear to me that was a frustration, and I don't want this to be frustrating. I want this challenge to be something that supports you and makes you feel good. So with each challenge coming out once a week, it will be no problem for you to identify two things that you're tolerating or avoiding in the particular area selected for that week. Think um, home and transportation, work and technology, health and wellness, etc. Then you'll have the whole week to address those two items that you selected before the next challenge comes out. If you're interested in joining in the Tolerations Detox Challenge for this round and getting back a whole bunch of energy before the summer begins, you can sign up at womentakingthelead.com forward slash tolerations. That's womentakingthelead.com forward slash tolerations to sign up. And we had over a hundred women and one man who did the challenge uh, at the beginning of the year. And I'm looking forward to seeing even more people do it this time. It was so much fun. It was so energizing. You're going to want to be a part of this. This week is the month-end episode, so that means an update on goals, but as promised in the last episode, I'm going to give the updates and comment on whether I'm crushing the goal, if I'm experiencing the dip, 
or if I'm starting to wonder if something is a dead end. And to review, in the dip, you're doing a lot of hard work and you may not be getting a lot of traction, but there's definitely progress, or you can see where your efforts are going to turn into progress. It's pretty clear. With a dead end, things don't get better or worse. They pretty much stay the same. So the first goal I wanted to talk about was building more strength and endurance. The original goal for strength and endurance was to do 300 Spartan regulation burpees in good form in one session by June 30th, but I completed that goal in February. I crushed that goal. In fact, I there almost there was a brief dip and then I had the goal done. So obviously I needed to set a new goal. Now my burpee goal is 1000 burpees. And separately as original in the original um goal, I have a goal to do an unassisted pull-up before the end of the year. I've started incorporating pull-ups with the pull-up bands into my workouts during the week. Well, actually, I really shouldn't say it's incorporated into my workouts because the truth is I work from home, so I do pull-ups whenever I think of it or I feel like doing pull-ups, which isn't very often. And it's not that I dislike doing the pull-ups and I'm starting to do them more often. It's just a new activity being incorporated into my day, so I'm sure this will pick up and become a daily thing this month. At first, I could only do one or two assisted pull-ups with each attempt, and now I'm up to four pull-ups with the band. So progress there. As of the day I'm recording this episode, I have completed doing 500 Spartan regulation burpees, that's chest to the ground, in good form, in one workout session. And by the time this episode Excuse me. By the time this episode goes live, I'll have done 525 in one workout. The 500 burpee workout took me one hour, 43 minutes, and 49 seconds to complete. So I have to start planning my workout within larger time blocks. And yes, doing the workout is a slog, but I wouldn't say I'm suffering through it. And I'm definitely making progress. With this goal, I am in the dip but I am leaning into it and enjoying the positive consequences of doing a workout that intense on a weekly basis. I've also increased the intensity of my separate strength training and cardio workouts to support doing the burpee workouts with more ease. Okay, the next goal I wanted to talk about was to do a Women Taking the Lead branded full day event in the summer or fall. In October, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, I'll be collaborating with Emily LaRue. She's the Spartan Women Global Leader of Spartan Races Incorporated to do a Burpees for Boobs event. I'm going to coordinate the event here in Maine, but the intention is to have these events happening globally in October. As I reported in last month's update, there has not been a lot of extra time to make significant progress on this goal, but I am continuing to share this goal with people who are ready to take action as soon as things are in place. Right now, I've got the Maine Women's Conference coming up on Wednesday, May 9th, 2018 in Portland, Maine, as well as some corporate workshops that need my attention. But come June, I'm going to be shifting my focus to this event, the Burpees for Boops event. And 
as a side note, if you've not bought your tickets for the Maine Women's Conference, you can purchase your tickets at themainewomensconference.org, and Maine is spelled M-A-I-N-E. Uh, we have Caroline Paul and Maysoon Zaid as keynotes. There will be two panel discussions, and I will be one of 12 breakout session speakers. I'll be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is how to grow and leverage your network with ease. Again, you can go to themainwomensconference.org to buy your ticket, and I'll look forward to seeing you there. I'd also like to showcase one of my other favorite conferences, Podcast Movement. I am thrilled to have had Podcast Movement as my sponsor these past few months. Podcast Movement is a conference for podcasters of all skill levels, from those testing the waters all the way to super experienced. This conference has workshops, panels, parties, an expo hall, and more. Everything catering to anyone involved with podcasting or looking to get involved. I've attended Podcast Movement in Fort Worth, Chicago, and I was a speaker at last year's conference in Anaheim. I love this conference, and I hear many people say it's the best conference they attend all year because of the people. Podcasters tend to be amazingly down-to-earth and friendly, and the organization of the conference is mind-boggling. The events they put together create such a sense of community. Check-in for the conference and welcome parties start the night of July 23rd, and the conference sessions run the 24th through the 26th. So if you would like $50 off any level of registration, you can visit podcastmovement.com and enter promo code LEAD, that's L-E-A-D, that's podcastmovement.com, promo code LEAD. Now, in regard to the Burpees for Boobs event, I keep reminding myself each week as I do my burpee workout that the preparation to do 1,000 burpees at the Burpees for Boobs event in October is the work I am doing to prepare for that event for now. So for this goal, I've not made enough progress to actually hit a dip or a dead end, so I don't really have a lot of commentary here. The next goal I wanted to talk about is the profitability goal for my business. So the goal is to have a net income, that's earnings minus expenses, of $80,000 minimum this year. March's profit and loss report showed a net profit of $2,854.72. That is better than the February profit of $493.82, but still far off from the average $6,700 a month required to see a net profit of $80,000. Some of my largest business bills come due February, March, and I talked about that in a prior episode. That is past now, so I'm looking forward to seeing what the next few months bring. Am I experiencing a dead end in this area? No. This is what the slog looks like. I am making some progress. The work I am doing is making an impact, and I am getting more inquiries for training and coaching. It just takes time and consistent effort to get to that tipping point. I have been reviewing and tweaking the strategies I have for increasing the profits in my business that may not be getting the traction that I had hoped for. And I'm continuing to offer the energy leadership assessment, strategy sessions, and private coaching. And I'll also be running a group program over the summer around transforming who you are in your business and your career so you can start getting traction and hitting your goals with ease. I've also been spending more time talking about 
about the corporate trainings I do during my B&I meeting and in the networking coffee dates I've been having. The word is getting out. So now my job is to continue to spread the word and create a landing page for the corporate workshops I offer on my website. Okay, the next goal tied to profitability was my outsourcing goal. Now, this is obviously contingent upon a profitability goal because I need to have the money to be able to delegate work to somebody. And I particularly like to outsource the social media content creation and email inbox management. If any of my goals feel like a dead end, this is the one because it's based on my profitability goal and I haven't hit my target on that goal yet. Something I also didn't plan for well was figuring into my profitability goal the fact that my business expenses would go up at first to pay for more virtual assistance as I brought in more money. I may start sharing my profit numbers with and without the expense of outsourcing to show some more progress. Okay, the last goal. Um, that I had for this year was to be in a committed monogamous relationship with a man. In relationships, I'm not looking to be the best in the world, but there are definitely dips and dead ends in relationships that I'm becoming more familiar with. I know I need to be open-minded and recognize when the work is to stay open-minded and compassionate, while at the same time to be able to gauge when there is no chemistry or worse, when there is chemistry, but the guy is not available for whatever reason. So I'll know when to cut my losses and move on. I have found myself getting a little tired of the process of finding a partner, at least on the dating app. In my exhaustion, I've been questioning my goal in terms of, do I need to be in a relationship or is dating casually good enough? Do I care if he's seeing other people? Am I looking for a partner or am I okay with male attention from someone who at the very least considers my feelings? I had even considered casually dating someone whose life wasn't suited to the time commitment of building a relationship. I wondered if I could see him occasionally while I continued my search for a partner. We just got along so well. We made each other laugh and had great chemistry that I didn't want to move on. And who am I kidding? I I still don't want to move on. We had a lot of fun when we were together, and I enjoyed the male attention. It's like sunshine on your skin. The reality is, though, all those things are okay to start with. I ultimately want a partner, and I know I would become emotionally involved if I continued to see this particular man, and thus emotionally unavailable to other men. It's a recipe for disaster. And it's difficult to walk away from something, you know, from that semi-good sunshine into a cold shadow once again. That's where the boredom started and why the song Dancing in the Dark kept popping into my head. When I broke down my feelings and my perspective, with my mastermind group last week, it was pointed out to me that almost all my time and successes were coming from masculine pursuits. I was spending hardly any time in female pursuits. For me, this would look like singing, dancing, flirting, gardening, conversations that are not around business, politics, or religion, and nothing that involved a big debate. You know, 
flirting and having romance in my life is important and it's not something I'm capable of denying anymore. What I've also come to realize is though there is a progression, I want someone to share my life with and I want to be a part of their life. So while it can start slow, that's the goal is to get there. And where I am in the process right now, being on the dating app takes practicing patience. I say practicing because I've also come to realize I am not naturally a patient person. I have to work at it. It will also take having thick skin, not taking things personally, and consistently letting go of the past and being open to something new. It takes holding to my boundaries, being honest about what I'm looking for, keeping it light and fun, and not lowering my standards just because I'm temporarily feeling lonely. And as I'm saying this, you're probably also picking up like, this is a dance. <laughs> like it's, It feels like a crazy dance to be balancing all of those things all at the same time. But I'm hoping that with time, I get better at this. None of this is easy. It's as Seth Godin says, the long slog between beginning and mastery. It's the dip and I am in it. However, as the cliche goes, I am in it to win it. Okay. That is it for now. Again, you can join the Tolerations Detox Challenge at womentakingthelead.com forward slash tolerations to remove all the little things in your life that are zapping your energy and leaving you feeling drained by the end of the day and the end of the week. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.